0: Hey, the Kentucky Derby is this Saturday. Why not put some money down in the run for the Roses? Hey, listen, not only that, but you have the NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. You can select your World Series winner in Major League Baseball as well, all through Bet Online, our good partners. Where the game starts, it's at Bet Online. Get started today. It's really easy. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Where the game starts. Make a splash this May with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Inventory available now, so choose from over 50 spas. These prices are slashed to move fast. MyHotTub.com, located in Destiny, USA. Hurry, these spas won't last. It's officially ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their bunny and egg-shaped cakes, along with a four-pack of hip-hop bunnies. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no. matter matter what kind of treat or design you want they make it happen Carvello's open 7 days a week Brewerton Road North Syracuse America's favorite since 1934 and open Easter Sunday so go get your bunny and egg cakes or those four packs of hip hop bunnies Hey guys this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN and you're listening to the ML Sports Planner ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by Rosie's Corner, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State, and Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, the official brewery of the ML Sports Platter. If you're in and around western New York, Victor, Rochester area, get on over there. Try the IPAs. Try the Irish Ale. Try the Stouts. Try the Amber Ale. Try the Colch. They have a lineup that is just top-notch for all of you fans of beer out there. StumblingMonkeyBeer.com before your visit. StumblingMonkeyBeer.com before your visit. Swag up, grab some hats, grab some shirts, and head on out to the brewery uh, at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. A Also, a, a huge tip of the cap thank you to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the program, as well as Welch and Company Jewelers and Camillus Golf Club. All right, I'm keeping the train going here on some recaps from the NFL Draft. Uh, for some specific teams, you know, who they got, value picks, et cetera, short-term, long-term uh, impact and production and all the rest. Let's go out to the NFC West. And I'm going to start with the Arizona Cardinals um, in, in a pretty interesting spot, actually, going into uh, the 2022 campaign because I think this is a team that, um, you know, again, they've had a lot of off drama, Kyler Murray, uh, the whole thing. Um, I know that there was some disappointing, uh, there were some disappointing things that happened to them, Um, but I think overall, uh, I think the Cardinals are still in a decent spot. You know, I mean, they're they're playoff contenders. Uh, They'll eventually pay Kyler. Uh, It seems like they have their franchise, you know, quarterback. Uh, They've got some playmakers on both sides of the football. Uh, You know, look, I know it was kind of a you know a, a punch in the gut. Um, you know, for sure with, with the, the, the DeAndre Hopkins situation, um, you know, with the failed, uh, you know, PED situation, the, the failed drug test there. Um, but you know what, you're going to be okay, Arizona, I think. And, uh, let me tell you what, I, I think you, you made a pretty darn good move picking up Hollywood Brown, um, you know, and a receiver who can stretch it, um, Just a really, really good, um, really, really good ad for this team. Dynamic speed. Um, Brown and the Ravens' third-round pick were traded to the Cardinals for the 23rd pick in the first round. Um, And oh, by the way, you might not know this, but Hollywood Brown played college football with Kyler Murray at Oklahoma. So that is a huge get for... Uh, Cliff Kingsbury and the entire Cardinal front office. I, I think Hollywood Brown is going to really help them. As far as who they drafted, um, you know, this offense needs to get a lot more athletic and faster at the tight end position, and uh, and they've done that um, in 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 a big way. Um, you know, because of the first round pick being gone by getting Hollywood. The Cardinals had an extra day to think, and think they did. They got Trey McBride, six four, two forty six, uh, out of Colorado State, probably the best tight end in the draft. Um, he runs pro-style routes, um, no doubt about that. Uh, he did that at Colorado State. Uh, he leverages. He's competitive as hell, uh, great hands, and he's got some major speed to make plays down the seam, and I think that's something that really intrigued Uh, You know, Arizona with the style of offense that they play strong after the catch. She blocks well. And, um, you know, look, you have Zach Ertz, who was signed to a three-year deal, but Max Williams has really struggled to stay healthy. And I think McBride is the best tight end, you know, on the board in this draft, and he's more of a threat uh, as a receiver than Williams is. And I think that there is a great opportunity for him. To play, you know, opposite side Zach Ertz, you know, and, and even be the tight end number one if you know when Ertz goes out for a play or two. Um, but if you want to run a bunch of two tight end sets, you want to get some things going and roll out Murray. Uh, you want to add a little bit more of the ground game. I think this is a great pick for uh, Arizona. Meanwhile, Cameron Thomas out of San Diego State, a defensive end, picked in the third round. Um, MyJ Sanders out of Cincinnati, a defensive end. Don't know a heck of a lot about him other than the fact that obviously Cincinnati had a really good year on both sides of the football. Um, Cincinnati had a lot of pros on that team. I mean, goodness gracious! You think about you think about Sanders and Sauce Gardner and Desmond Ritter. I mean, they, they had a lot of NFL guys, a lot. Um, and that that really speaks volumes to you know the rise of Cincinnati football. Uh, USC running back uh, Keontae Ingram goes in the sixth round. Um, Lasita Smith from Virginia Tech, an offensive guard, goes in the sixth round. Uh, Christian Matthew, from uh, Valdosta State, uh, a corner, goes in the seventh. Uh, Jesse Luchetta, out of Penn State, an outside linebacker, he goes in the seventh as well. Marquise Hayes, out of Oklahoma, an offensive guard, also goes in the seventh round. Um, I don't think it was a wildly amazing draft for the Arizona Cardinals whatsoever. Uh, I think they picked up a lot of pieces that they're really hoping um, you know, can just go and, and battle, you know, each other for position. So um, just a, a, a really, really solid pick with, uh, with with McBride. I mean, I just think Trey McBride's going to be a really good pro, um, you know, physical attributes, you know, the size and all the rest and the hands and the blocking ability. Um, you know, he can add depth behind Hurts. He can be the tight end one on a down or two to spell him. Uh, I think he's going to be an automatic plug him in and let's see what you got. You know, in this offense... As we know, as we know, this offense is very, very dynamic, right? They've got Kyler Murray, they have Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury implementing all kinds of different college uh, plays and, 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 and you know and RPOs and all the rest uh, to this uh, you know to the game plan, um, and they're just you know offensively they're you know they have a lot of a lot of options, <laughs> you know they really do, um, you know you've got AJ Green who had a renaissance year last year. Um, you know, I think Hollywood Brown will be perfect for this offense. You're going to get DeAndre Hopkins back. I think this is the year Rondell Moore takes a huge step. I love that pick out of Purdue last year. Uh, he's going to be really, really good and probably could compete to be the number one. You know, until Hopkins comes back, you can move around Brown in the slot. So uh, this is an athletic, fast Cardinal defense and offense. Uh, they're 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 just really dynamic. Um, you know, they're a team that obviously won 11 games last year um you know and, and and i think that they need for sure um you know to to kind of i think they kind of need to get a little bit more of a tougher identity uh so to speak um there's a lot of flash there's a lot of fun there's a lot of finesse there's a lot of speed there's a lot of athleticism there's a lot of cute plays but i think they need some toughness i think they need some toughness in the trenches there's no doubt about that uh and that proved the case against the LA Rams, where they got absolutely manhandled in that wild card game. But you know what? Arizona, again, they won 11 games last year, playoff contender, double-digit wins, uh, a team that's in the thick of it. The NFC got a lot weaker, while the AFC got absurdly strong. And, you know, the Cardinals are a team that I think has a real opportunity in 2022 to uh, to make some things happen. ML Sports Platter here, brought to you by Burn Dairy, our good friends over at Ken's Auto Detailing, and Camillo's Golf Club. Make sure you go play Camillo's Golf Club today. 18 holes of championship golf. It's all happening at Camillo's Golf Club. Awesome drink and food before, during, and after your round as well. Camillo's Golf Club is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. If you're in and around the great state of New York, make sure you golfers travel and play Camillus. All right, so there's the Arizona Cardinals um, in terms of breaking down their draft, and and, and, and again, it's the McBride show for them. All right, let's stay in the NFC West, and the other team I really wanted to focus in on um, was the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Again, a team that I think, like Cleveland, like Washington to a degree, like the Colts, uh, I think they have a roster that is built for the Super Bowl, they just don't have the quarterback. Okay, and so they got to figure this thing out. They're paying Jimmy G. You know you've, you've you have Trey Lance who you traded the you know the farm for uh, a year ago. Is this the Trey Lance year? Do you play him, plug him in, and 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 play him? Uh, is there direct competition? Uh, you don't want to split reps. That never works. Uh, but they have to figure out the quarterback position. The rest of the roster is a Super Bowl roster, and I'll get to it in, in, in a little bit. But I thought that the 49ers had a really, really, really good draft. And it starts with their second-round pick. Remember, no first-rounder took, took this one off like the Cards. Okay, um, again, trading up Capital, Trey Lance and all that. Their, their first pick... And they didn't get a, a lot of sexy names. You know, they didn't go out and get a Drake London. They didn't go out and get into Kobe Dean. They didn't go out and get, you know, Garrett Wilson. They didn't go out and get a Trayvon Walker. They didn't get Aiden Hutchinson. They, did, they didn't get any of those big upper echelon, big-time name type players, right? But they did get Drake Jackson, who is an outside linebacker, a really, really good, you know, dip and rip guy. Um, you know, he's very effective in the trenches when he can get up and stop the run. Uh, he closes well. Great, great speed, sideline to sideline. Um, terrific hands, and he can go up and, and take out the tight end game as well. He's six three, two fifty four, super fast. Um, and I, I think you know you, you've got a you've got a huge, huge, huge ad here if you're the Niners from this standpoint. Arden Key is gone. He left for Jacksonville. Signed with them. D Ford is thirty one years old. And honestly, how many edge rushers can you have? a ton, right? You can never have enough. It's like pitching in baseball. And so, you know, outside linebacker guy who plays kind of like that edge Khalil Mag, Von Miller, sort of hybrid type of edge deal uh and, and can, you know, step back and take care of a tight end or or, or, or go up and rush. Uh, these are the kind of players a lot of defenses are looking for uh because of the versatility, right? And production in many areas here. And And I think that they got that with Drake Jackson um they just got a lot of positions that make sense for them. I mean, when you look at the roster, you look you're like, okay, with who left and, you know, who they traded you know draft capital for and all that like where do, they needed you know outside linebacker slash, you know, I guess edge rusher, it's an edge rusher with an outside linebacker flavor to it. Uh like I said the Miller, you know, Mack, that 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 kind of an uh a makeup. I'm not saying that Drake Jackson will be those guys, but he he's that you know that position. uh you know they go Davis Price out of lSU or running back in in the third round. Um, you know I think certainly a guy who who you know can help you um, and, and build some depth for this team. Uh, remember the forty ers I mean they, you know this is a uh, a real uh, different year for them, you know, as far as the running back room is concerned. and so you know with Elijah Mitchell there. Um, I think he's going to be obviously, you know, have have just another great, great year. I think he's going to be a pretty good pro for a long time. Um, And Davis Price, you don't have Raheem Mostert there anymore, right? Um, So, you know, Davis Price is going to be a guy, you know, you add add in. And, uh, you know, you got Trey Sermon. Um, He's just going to be a way down the the depth chart piece who maybe can help you down the line. But it's a different running back room because of Mostert. Mostert and, um, you know, Sermon uh, and well, Sermon was a rookie last year, but Mostert, and you know certainly the emergence of Elijah Mitchell from Louisiana Lafayette last year, another rookie. Um, you know Mostert was a was a grinder, and he was a bulldog for that offense. And their offense with Kyle Shanahan, uh, they like to get a lot of moving pieces in there, uh, and maybe within a year or so, Davis Price will have an active role uh, because of how much the ball moves around in that offense. But uh, again, just a really good. Depth pickup uh, for possibly two years down the line here for the 49ers. Um, you have uh, Danny Gray. Uh, Danny Gray out of SMU, uh, a very interesting player. Uh, he's a wide receiver. Uh, they're going to add him to the room. Um, you know, with with a host of just really really good dynamic wide receivers. He's exactly that. He's he's a perfect Kyle Shanahan guy. He's six foot one eighty six. Uh, he's shifty. Uh, great contact balance after the catch. Um, you know, he's 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 a guy who's going to come in and uh give you a different look, you know, keep the defense off uh off balance a little bit. The, you know, the 49ers ranked 30th in vertical routes run last season, uh according to ESPN stats and info. And Gray is the eighth-ranked receiver available on the board, but he certainly has big time top end speed and he's got the ability to go down the field and really stretch it and really challenge you vertically. And I think that's where the 49ers saw, uh, you know, some upside there. I, I, I think that that's what they want that in in, in their offense. Um, they want a lot more of it in their offense. And I think that, you know, certainly he can provide that. I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, I think he's a guy who could actually get in there and start right from the get-go as well. Um, and, you know, he's just going to grow with, with better coaching uh, as well. The wide receiver room, we know Brandon Ayuk uh, is there. Um, You know, the Debo Samuel drama that's been happening, I just don't foresee a situation. They're going to trade uh, arguably the biggest X factor in the NFL. Uh, They have Ray-Ray McLeod. You know, they've got a nice room, but, you know, now you're adding another guy here who could potentially be the best uh, of the best in the room uh, in a a couple years. Again, depending on if Samuel's there or not and whatever, Ayuk, those are the most productive, best players, you know, in the wide receiver room. But I think Danny Gray is a really good pick. I think this team just really had a solid, really, really solid draft. A bunch of other guys here on the board. I don't know anything about them. Uh, Spencer uh, Burford out of UTSA, an offensive tackle out of the fourth round. Samuel Womack out of Toledo, a corner uh, in the fifth round. They also took uh, Nick uh, Zakel, I guess is how you pronounce that, out of Fordham, offensive tackle um Kalia Davis UCF defensive tackle in the sixth round also Tariq Castro Fields from Penn State a corner uh, in the sixth round and then in the seventh Brock Purdy from Iowa State he is a quarterback and uh uh we'll you know just obviously adding depth pieces there uh, who knows if some of these guys will even make the roster I mean the 49ers you know despite not having a a first round pick I mean they had they had a lot of guys I mean they picked a lot of players pick Drake Jackson, you've got Davis Price and Gray. Uh, you add, let's see, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, they had nine picks. But I just thought it was a really sound, good draft for the 49ers. I'm intrigued by this team because I want to see if Trey Lance, this is it, and he's going to go in there. Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo's been playing because of the contract, and not a lot of teams have the ability to you know eat that. Um, but this is, again, when you look at the roster, this is a Super Bowl roster. You know, there's no other way to say it. They have a very good to great running back room with Elijah Mitchell leading the way. Okay, they have a tremendous wide receiver room with Brandon Ayuk and with Debo Samuel. And they have a tremendous, tremendous tight end group. George Kittle clearly leads the way there. Um, Their offensive line has been sound for a few years. They've been really, really good with blocking for the running game and certainly, you know, knowing where to be and and, and how fast to block and, and, you know, the proper technique and all that because this is a hard offense to block for because there is so much movement with the football. Um, a lot of end-arounds, you know, certainly a bunch of fakes and all the rest. Like, you you have to be a really good blocker and know your place and know the direction and, 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 and know things quickly, you know, and so I think that they have done that. Um, the uh, the defensive line and the defense in general is elite. I mean, Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, D. Ford, um, they crush people. They have incredibly athletic linebackers, super versatile corners and safeties. Fred Warner, you know, at, at linebacker. I mean, he he is everything you could ask for in a linebacker. And they have some really good players in the secondary. Uh, nobody that just jumps off the page as a clear cut number one corner, but a lot of sound guys for sure. Um, you're still looking at some guys develop. You know, there's no doubt about that. Um, they could use some more depth and versatility for sure. And that's what they did in the draft at both corner and safety. They could use that. Um, you know, and, and I think that, you know, some of those guys can play both corner and safety. Um, you know, they're still hoping hoping that Trevarius Ward, the fourth year man out of middle Tennessee, is is a corner that will be there for a long time as a staple cornerstone player. Um, this is a Super Bowl roster. Period end of discussion. They just don't have the elite quarterback. So, uh but I thought the Cardinals and the 49ers, you know, they they, they did pretty pretty well in the draft. Um I don't know if anybody really on paper right now I, I don't know if it looks like anybody did awful. Um but like I said in past podcasts, this was a very, very unique draft from the standpoint that you didn't have, you know, Trevor Lawrence coming out, Andrew Luck coming out, Peyton Manning coming out. Like the star-studded quarterback class was not in this group. Uh, and then you had a lot of players that were really good to potentially great and elite, right? You might not have had, you know... A, a star-studded defensive, you know, like an edge rusher group. You know, you you might not have Von Miller, you know, Khalil Mack coming out, those kind of guys. Um, but still, really, really good players. I I would almost say, as far as the college game goes, I would have to say that they're great players. They have to be a great player to be, you know, pick number one in the draft, which Drayvon Walker was. But it wasn't it weird. When Trayvon Walker got picked, it was almost like, okay, ho hum. Jacksonville took him, yay. He ro- he rose up the board. Um, a Georgia guy, arguably the best defense of all time. Da 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 da. Okay, let's get off it. It was the Jaguars. Okay, next up. Okay, oh Aiden Hutchinson. You know, and, and then they glued in on him. You know, Michigan staying in Michigan with Detroit. Um, but you had a lot of, of of really in this draft, a lot of really really good. Players, which I think opened up a huge can of uncertainty. Uh, it opened up a huge can of creativity for certain teams, and it opened up a whole other extra can of potential value in spots. Right, like if you can get a really good player in the fourth round, uh, who you know, let's face it, if 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 you know, some classes have a lot more talent than others. Uh, some classes lack four or five positions, but they star in four or five other ones. Um, but let's be honest, like a, a number four, really, really good player. Uh, if you've already taken two or three players ahead of them, and those seem to be the best players, you might not look at the fourth and go, Oh, well, maybe he's a value pick, right? Like, and, and again, a lot of this stuff happens out of the thin blue air anyway, right? I mean, it's so, it's such a crapshoot. It's so unpredictable. Um, but sometimes that fourth-round pick kind of sits in back in the weeds a little bit, right, because everybody else grabbing the headlines and all that. And in a draft like this, you might have just picked really good players in the first, second, third round. You might have not have a first-round pick like some of the teams I've talked about. Um, you know, and, and you start out, and maybe your best pick is in the fourth round. You know, maybe your extra value pick is in the fourth round because a really good player, you know, was picked there um, who has an opportunity to shine, Um because they're kind of equal parts of the second and third round guys, you know? So we'll see, you know, and in other cases, we've seen, you know, fifth, sixth round picks, uh, you know, be Hall of Fame players. So anything can happen in the NFL draft. It was a wild draft, a lot of unbelievable trades. Um, and again, I think a lot of teams did fairly well. But for for a class that was not, uh, you know, described as uh, star-studded from the quarterback position, star-studded overall, There's still some pretty good players in this draft and some guys who could be, uh, you know, elite in the NFL for a long, long time. You know, consistent all pros, and if they stay healthy, build Hall of Fame careers. I mean, you've got guys, like, you just see them when they play. I mean, you look at Kayvon Thibodeau. You look at Aiden Hutchinson. You look at Derek Stingley Jr. You look at Sauce Gardner. You look at Garrett Wilson. You know, um, I'll tell you, I mean, the Alabama guys, you know, watching them because I love watching the SEC on Saturdays, like, there are still some really good players all across the board. I think a lot of teams, including the Cardinals, including the 49ers, I think they got a lot of those guys, and I think that there is no question in my mind that we are going to see a couple of guys pop within a year or two, and you're going to be like, yep, there's that value pick that we talked about in a draft that was not locked and loaded with quarterbacks and just superstar players overall. Really good to to to, to slightly great to potentially elite, great and elite, that's what this draft probably is. ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, Ken's Auto Detailing, and our terrific friends over at Brewerton Ace Hardware. Wow, do they have it all. The helpful place, if you're in and around Central New York, stop by their location, Route 11 in Brewerton. Everything that you could possibly need for your inside and outside, uh, you know, summer uh, uh, at your house. Everything from grills to soil and bed mixes and bird seed. And uh, they've got transfer shovels for your John Deere. They've got uh, uh, all sorts of things. Um Every single possible thing. They have Craftsman Lawnmowers. Uh, they have Weed Whackers. They've got awesome dining sets as well. Very reasonably priced. Go see my friends at Ace Hardware. Hey, if you're in the need of a uh, for a drill, uh, you can get that there. A lot of clearance items, and you can sign up for the rewards program as well at Burton Ace Hardware, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to our friends over at the Syracuse Fitness Store, Rosie's Corner and Carvel of North Syracuse. Thanks for listening. As I always tell you, enjoy the games.